The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Today, we start a new series on prosperity. And um, we will be looking at what the Word of God says, similar to what that song says. You know, one of the things that we are able to do when people are ill, there's a, there's a health situation, is it for you to go beyond, beyond that fact that, okay, I, um, I use my medicine like people do, people go to hospital, use their medicine, but they trust God for healing. Now, same way when it comes to prosperity, you do the natural, you will go to work, but you can trust God for prosperity. You can trust God for prosperity. You can trust God to have encounters with his spirit, with his word. You can trust God. You know, when it comes, our, our faith walk in Christ is a, is a, is a walk, you know, you are, I mean, it's a work in trust. You are trusting God every step of the way. Every step of the way. You can learn, see, we can learn to trust God in different areas and aspects of our lives. You know, if we can learn to just turn and trust God, there is something about trusting God. It changes the situation. It changes our circumstances. There are a lot of people, they can trust God to give them a job. But a lot of people are not necessarily trusting God to cause them to be prosperous. There is the B where we do the natural, so they are natural, but it's that super part of it most of the time that people sometimes are unable to connect that how do I trust God to prosper me? How do I trust God to do different things in different areas and aspects of my life? And when we talk about prosperity, you know, when we talk about prosperity, generally speaking, um, but generally speaking, a lot of time when Christians talk, yeah, we talk about the fact that, of course, it's beyond money, total life prosperity, and which is beautiful and which is rightly so in God's word. But in a season and a situation where we are as a, as, as, as a nation, some of us can do very well with some good financial prosperity. Because before you earn that income, it's already eroded by inflation. You know, the same way Forex is dealing a blow, same way um, fuel, fuel petrol costs is dealing another blow. And so we can do well. We can trust God. We are, our situation is similar to what happened in Samaria then when they were locked in and things were difficult for people. And that prophet of the Lord spoke and, 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 and said that by this time tomorrow, A, A and B will happen. Now they were doing what they were supposed to do. Now we are at that point in time where we need to be able to know that irrespective of the situation, the difficulties in our nation, because there's actual difficulties. There's difficulty in our nation. And one of the things we need to do as a people is for us to be able to connect our faith to God, for us to experience the level of prosperity that we, de that, that we desire or that you should be walking in as an individual. You know, when you talk about prosperity, you know, it's been defined different ways uh, by, by different people as, um, as a condition of being successful or, or you are thriving, you know, especially economic well-being. And today, in particular, I'm going to be zeroing in a lot about our financial prosperity. But now, one of the things I want you to do, don't lock up on me as we start talking. When you, when you talk about money, sometimes some people just, 
you know, people are shocked. And you are, you are, people are shocked. But God wants you all. And part of that oldness from God is that you are old financially. Is that you are old financially. You know, so sometimes um, I, I, cannot share, I cannot share your story. I can only share my story and what I know about my own life. And I, I knew there was, a, there was a time, you know, I, 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 there was a time I've changed job for, 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 for a 1,000 naira difference, right? I was earning 19,000 in the law firm. Another firm offered me 20,000, so I changed jobs, right? And at the same time, I've actually changed jobs, right? Now, that was a one, you know, but years after, I changed jobs for a 10 million era difference. Now, because the Bible says the part of the righteous is supposed to, what's supposed to happen to the part of the righteous? And so, one of the things we've got to do, we've got to be expectant that God will come through for you. The biggest blow that the devil will do to you is that the devil will keep your hope. Your hope needs to be alive. Our hope needs to be alive. That God has got good plans for us financially. God has got good plans for us. You know, even things, circumstances around us may not look that way right now. But it's time for us to connect with our faith and trust in God that God is turning things around for us. That God will turn things around for you. You should leave church today knowing that the hand of God is resting upon you and that things are going to turn around for you in the name of Jesus. You know, and so it should be that this week, or like maybe, maybe last week, business wasn't too good. You didn't have a lot of customers. But as you have come to the house of God this morning, the Bible says they go from strength to strength. Those who appear in Zion, as they appeared in Zion this morning, the strength for financial increase, the strength for financial prosperity, it comes upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. One of the things that happen as you have come to church is the fact that in the house of God, the oil, Bible says that anointing from the air down to the edge of the robe. There is an anointing, listen, today's service, apart from teaching the word, there is an anointing of, that's called, uh, for impartation to cause you to prosper is resting upon people in this place. And you will, be, you will come back and testify that indeed my story changed. Indeed my story changed. It's okay get a job, work. It can only take you so far. But there's the bit when you bring in that God factor, that God element where it comes to your life. I'm actually running ahead of myself. Um, you know, um, I, I would like us to read a scripture, Matthew 6, 24. You know, I, 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 and um, one of the things that we, we must realize is that um, there's the spirit of mammon. And one of the things that happen when you talk about the spirit of mammon, most of the time, people talk about the spirit of mammon. There's the spirit. There's the spirit. You know, the same way, the same way in this part of the world, we hear stories. People do blood money. People do sacrifices. You will see someone, and over, overnight, you wonder, what did he do? He sacrificed his child. He did something. And I would sacrifice his mother. And then, and then some of them, different things happen to them. And, and listen, listen, one of the things that happen is this. A lot of time, people always look for a way that, what can I do that will cause a significant change for me? And people say, okay, there's the dark side of the spirit world. 
and where they go to dark side and then people sell their souls. I used to pastor in Kurdu years ago. One of my members traveled home for Christmas. You know, after that year, I told the guy he should not be traveling home during Christmas again. He traveled home for Christmas and he came back. By the time he came back, the guy was so troubled. Eventually came to see me and he said, look, when he got to him, they were showing him, that's your junior brother's friend. He has built a house. He has done this. He has done that. Let us show you the road. Let us show you. Let Come and join this cult. You know, come and join Kanayo, Kanayo, you know. Uh, I, I, you know, let us show you the road. And he was, he was so troubled. The guy was so troubled because he was tempted to go back there. He was tempted. And these are real life issues that people deal with. These are real life issues that people deal with on a daily basis. Real life issues. But in, you know, usually when you have a counterfeit, it means that there is an original. It means that if people could go to the devil, that means that there is an anointing in God that causes you to prosper. There is an anointing that is available. That means that then why not go after the genuine thing? When we talk about prosperity, there's an anointing that causes us to prosper. There's an anointing. You can experience the anointing of God that will cause you to prosper. As we talk about prosperity during this season, we talk about other things, but today I want us to talk to us about there is an anointing to prosper you. There is an anointing. And we'll see it in different places all through the Bible. There's an anointing. There's the hand of God that comes upon a man and causes things to change for that man. And I see the hand of God coming upon someone in this place today in the name of Jesus. And your story changes. Where you have not been making sales. Where you have not been making sales. Today marks the end of, of, of that kind of situation in your life in the name of Jesus. And an anointing will come upon you that will cause you to sell more than what you have in the mighty name of Jesus. You know when we talk about the anointing. I will talk about just about maybe five different types of the anointing, expressions of the anointing. When it comes to financial prosperity, we talk about five different types. Then the first one has to do with the spirit of faith. We'll, we'll look at um, we look at um, 2 Corinthians 4, verse 13. 2 Corinthians 4, 13. Can the media help me quickly? 2 Corinthians 4, 13. I think my analog Bible is faster than me there this morning. Alright, 413 says, And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed, and therefore I spoke. We also believe in and therefore speak. I believed, and therefore I spoke. I believed, and therefore I spoke. Hebrews 11 verse 6 makes us to understand that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible. It is impossible. Your faith is a critical um. The critical part on you experiencing the fullness of the anointing of God that will cause us to experience prosperity. The fullness of the prosperity that we have in Christ Jesus. The same way, you know, most of the time, what, what happens is it is easier for a lot of people to trust God for healing than for people to trust God that they will have a major breakthrough. Sometimes people wish, they wish they will have a major breakthrough. The same way you will sit down with scriptures. And start trust and start and start meditating on scriptures on health and healing. You've got to pick scriptures to build faith where your prosperity is concerned. 
You've got to see, you've got to labor in the world where, where your prosperity is concerned. One of the expressions of your anointing comes through, through, through the spirit of faith. Now the spirit of faith comes upon you. And how, how does faith come? Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more we spend time in the word of God, the more, and then specifically when it comes to prosperity, download scriptures, download scriptures and, and start reading them to yourself. Start meditating on them. Play them to yourself at night. Play them in the morning. You are going to work. Play them. I remember m- many years ago, actually after, um, I mean, I mean we, uh, my wife and I got married. And I remember then, the only thing we had in that house was a desktop. We had a desktop and a 14-inch um, color. Yes, it was color. It was not black and white. Color TV. A 14-inch color TV. And the only thing we did We'll come back from work. Before I go to work in the morning, there are these short clips by Crefford Donald, short clips by, by um, Pastor Chris that we listened to. Because we knew there was a, there was a there, we needed to fight for something. That, that poverty was dealing us a blow. And we needed to get out of that situation. We listened morning, noon, I mean, no morning before I go to work. By the time we are back from work, we listen to it until they take the light. You know, and when they take the light, you cannot listen. Because UPS will go out after 20 minutes. And then at that time, I, I think we didn't have a generator. So when there's no light, there's no light. And so the only option we had was to keep listening. One of the things about our faith coming, one of the ways in which you experience the anointing for, for prosperity is by hearing God's words, feeding that word in your heart that caused faith to arise in your heart. I remember, I mean, I remember a Wednesday, after months, months of doing this, day in, day out, I remember we had a midweek service at, at the kitchen, the kitchen, what do we call it? The kitchen towers, right? As I entered out, this room, it was a midweek, I was about to sit, and this, scripture, and this word floated out of one of those men. It said, prosperity is mine in the name of Jesus. And I knew I caught it that day. And my life started changing. Our life started changing from that instant. Less than a month after that scripture. You know, one of the things that happened when we talk about it, you can, you can change your destiny financially. You don't have to be logged and uh, uh, you don't have to be logged and just submit, oh, this, is the, this, is the, this is the life has given me a low end. I mean, you know, the low end of the stick. No, you don't have to submit yourself to that. The, the word of God has given us room and opportunities in how we can change your story. How you can change your circumstances. I mean, that particular, I, I was about to see the midsummer, and that word just floated out of my spirit. Why? I listened so much to the word of God where prosperity was concerned. Even though everything around me had not changed, the change begins on the inside. When your prosperity starts from the inside, the change begins from the inside. It, the change begins from the inside. You know, a lot of time, life is better lived. Life, I mean, you enjoy life if you are prosperous financially. It is easier. It's a better, it's a better I'd rather stay on that side of life than, than the other side. Right? You will enjoy life better. Right? It's easier to serve God with wealth. Poverty does not glorify God. Hallelujah. So first, spirit of faith. The second is the spirit of favor. 
God's plan is that His covenant people should live by grace. There's a need to consciously prioritize God's favor over our labor. When we talk about the spirit of faith, we are not saying labor does not exist. That you not labor. Right? You will labor. But you should prioritize the grace of God above your labor. Focus should not be on your labor. You will labor. You know, no wonder. But I mean, Paul writing in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10, talking about the fact that I labored, but it was the grace of God that was at work in him. It was the grace of God that was at work in him. You must, there, there are people here who have elevated their labor above the grace that God has made available to them. They have elevated their labor, that they work very hard. They work seven days a week. You have elevated that above the grace that we have in Christ Jesus. For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though he was rich, yet he became poor. So that I can be made rich. And so if you can trust that he died for you, you should be able to trust that he, he died for you to become rich. For you to prosper financially. It's a struggle. It's a mind shift. For different, some of us have had it before. But just think about it. A lot of people have elevated their labor. Don't elevate your labor beyond the grace that we have in Christ Jesus. There's a grace in Christ Jesus uh, to cause us to be elevated. There's a grace in Christ Jesus uh, that will cause you to experience prosperity. There's a grace in Christ Jesus. There's a grace. There's a grace. Somebody lift up your hand and say, I receive the grace of Christ in Christ Jesus and I'm prosperous. I walk in the fullness of the prosperity that's available for me in Christ Jesus. One of the things you've, you've got to do is to intentionally receive God's grace. You should anticipate prosperity beyond your effort. One of the biggest issues we have in life is that most of the time is the fact that if all you have, it's been said over and over, if all you enjoy are the things you worked for, ah, there's a problem. By the grace of God, there are certain things that should be in your life as a result of the grace of God. Beyond the fact that you, you, you can labor, beyond your natural skill, the grace of God will cause certain things to work in you and for you. And we, if you shift your mind and not, and, not experience, and, and not expect that grace, things become difficult. You only get results that your energy and your labor can get for you. But there are seasons in our times and everyone needs it. God gives us a good break. God gives us a good break. God gives us a good break. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Psalms 44 verse 3. Psalms 44 verse 3. Let's see Psalms 44 verse 3. What does that scripture say? Psalms 44 verse 3. For they did not gain possession of the land by their own sword, nor did their own arms save them. But it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance, because you favored them. They did not gain possession of the land by their own sword. So that means they had sword. They could labor. And then, nor did their own arm. So they also had their own arm. So we could work. We have skills. But it was your right hand, your arm, talking about God's arm, 
and the light of his countenance because you favor them. Because you favor them. You know, the same way that you, you when, 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 when you are maybe teaching a marriage seminar and you talk about the fact that and the Bible says that he that findeth a wife, findeth a good things and obtains favor of the Lord. What happens most of the time is the fact that at a particular point in time, maybe light just shines upon a lady and a guy sees her and the guy wants to marry her. Summer, all through the, the, the no, light may not have shown on the lady before that time, but the light just comes and that brother is glued. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Now, that happens same way that can happen financially for you. Light can dawn upon you. Light, light can dawn upon your situation, upon your circumstances. For they did not gain possession of the land by their own, own sword. This scripture is reminding us, don't put your hope and trust only your natural skills, only your natural abilities. Trust in God. Put your trust in him. Put your hope in him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 15.10. 1 Corinthians 15.10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. I labored more abundantly than they all. And so, you should labor. But it should be beyond your labor. You should consciously download and receive of that grace that we have available in Christ Jesus. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace towards me was not in vain. Somebody say the grace of God, grace of God. towards me will not be in vain. Financially, I receive the grace of God for financial prosperity, for economic empowerment, in the name of Jesus. Next, the spirit of mind. It's talking about the expressions of the anointing. The spirit of mind. This is the empowerment of the spirit. The spirit of mind of might is the empowerment of the spirit that brings speed and effectiveness. This brings speed and effectiveness. It is the manifestation of the hand of the Lord. It is the power behind uncommon supernatural profiting. Um, you know, Isaiah 48 verse 17. If you look at the um, first Kings 18, 46, I mean, that scripture, for one of the things that I was telling us is the fact that, talking about how the hand of God, the Lord came upon um, Elijah and he had run the chariots and everything. Now, he did something, but the hand of God came upon him. He ran, right? He ran in his natural ability, but the hand of God came upon him. There's the, something about the spirit of might. When the, the, so it's the hand of God coming upon you that causes, that brings speed and brings, uh, causes you to be effective. The hand of God coming upon you to bring speed and effectiveness. The hand of God coming upon the work of your hands, coming upon the business that you are involved in for speed and effectiveness. You know, it's a manifestation of the, of the hand of the Lord. It's the power behind uncommon supernatural profiting. Isaiah 48 verse 17. Isaiah 48, 17 makes us to um, understand, God says the Lord, your Redeemer, the only one of Israel. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. The Lord will cause you, Bible says, he teaches you to profit. God teaches to profit. There in, 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 the, in part of the school of prosperity, there's a part where God will teach you to make profit. 
If you have been struggling and making profit in that business, can you turn to the Lord and say, Lord, show me how to profit where this thing is concerned. It may just be a minor adjustment. He says, the one that teaches you how to profit. And so that means that you shouldn't just do a business for business sake. You shouldn't run that consulting business for consulting business sake. That consulting business, you ought to make profit. And one of the, and, you have, and, and because you ought to make profit, the Bible says that God is the one that knows where that profit is. How you can get that profit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. God teaches to make profit. God gives insight to make profit. The spirit of might. Somebody said, the hand of God is upon me. The spirit of might is upon me. The spirit of might is upon me. And it causes me to experience speed and effectiveness in a different aspect of my life. In the name of Jesus, I experience uncommon supernatural profiting. I experience uncommon supernatural profiting. I experience uncommon supernatural profiting in the name of Jesus. You know, one of the things that happen, why do we make declaration? As we are declaring, we are speaking. We are speaking. And it will become a reality. A closed mouth is a closed destiny. You, you declare it. I will experience uncommon supernatural profiting. I will have uncommon supernatural profiting. Next, the spirit of revelation. This is the enlightenment of the spirit. The spirit of that causes you to recognize opportunities and see what ordinary people might miss. So, so, hallelujah. It's the force behind creativity and innovation. You know, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18 makes us to understand. We understand from God's word. The Bible says that the eyes of my understanding being enlightened, that I may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? The eyes of my understanding being enlightened. If my, the eyes of my understanding, if they are enlightened, I will, I, I, I will experience creativity and innovation. By the Spirit of God, through the operation of the Spirit of Revelation, I experience creativity, I experience innovations. Creativity and innovations. You know, that same work they've been doing in your office for the past 100 years or 200 years or 50 years or 5 years as you have come in through the spirit of revelation. It's time for you to create things. It's time for you to innovate. There are different ways God prospers. As you create, it will lead to profiting. As you innovate, it will lead to profiting. And so somebody said this morning, come declare with me. The hand of the Lord is upon me. And I innovate. And it brings forth prosperity for me. I create. And it brings forth prosperity. In the different areas. And aspects of my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. If you can see that scripture. But as it is written, I have not seen, nor hear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. 
Hallelujah. Verse, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. That means there are deep things in God. Bible talks about the deep calling unto deep. That's in Psalm. Bible says that the deep things of God are revealed to us through the spirit of God. And one of the ways in which we experience the deep things of God is when we, when we, when we, when we are engaged in fellowship with the spirit of God. As you engage in fellowship with the the spirit of God, you will experience the deep things of God. And the deep things of God is not only spiritual. The deep things of God uh, talks about you prospering. The deep things of God talks about God showing you things, showing you uncommon ways, uncommon ways of doing natural things that bring forth prosperity, that brings forth increase. That brings forth increase. One of the things I want you to be uh, to, um, to, to prepare for in this season, as we talk about prosperity under this new series, the fact is the fact that the hand of God is upon me and I am prospering. The hand of God is upon the work of my hand. I am prospering. Go to your office tomorrow. Go to your business tomorrow and say the hand of the Lord is upon me and I am prospering. Open your mouth this morning and say the hand of the Lord is upon me. I am prospering and bringing forth and bringing forth the anointing of God is resting up rest upon me today's service and I'm bringing forth in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus glory to God glory to God next is the spirit of wisdom this is the capacity for right decision hallelujah sound judgment and effective strategies the spirit of wisdom is the capacity for right decision. Hallelujah. Sound judgment and effective strategies. May you not make the wrong decisions. May you, may, may you, walk, may, may you make sound judgment in the name of Jesus. May you have the right and effective strategies for your life in the mighty name of Jesus. When we talk about the spirit of wisdom, first, first, let's look at 1 Kings 3, verse 9. And Second Chronicles chapter nine verse three, you know one of the major faults. Um, okay, don't let me run out of myself. Therefore, give to your First uh, Kings three nine says. Therefore, give to your servant an understanding. And that Solomon pray uh, to judge your people, that I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge these great people of yours? You know Solomon was asking God for the capacity to make the right decisions. Let me tell you, there are people here in this church. You are, if you look back at some of the series of events in your life, you are where you are because of, of series of bad and poor decisions you have made. There are people here that are, are struggling financially because they've made bad financial decisions. They've made bad financial investments. And one of the prayers I want you to pray this morning is that, is that through the spirit of wisdom, I have the capacity... To make right decisions. Somebody, I want you to open your mouth while you are on your seat and pray that for yourself. That through the Spirit of God, I have the cap, I make the right decisions financially in the different areas and aspects of my life. You make the you make sound right decisions financially. Right, you will not go and buy a, a land, you won't buy a land where, where I mean you buy a land under government acquisition. I want, 
I once had a client many years ago. They bought a large expanse of land. By the time they went to do the charting and the survey, right, they found out that the land, they've paid. The, the people who sold the land have left. By the time they checked, it was, it was Lagos State Government Road they sold to them. May you not... <laughs> you know, they sold government road to them. What do you want to do on the road? <laughs> I'll make the right decisions. Someone say, I'll make the right decisions. Through the operation of the spirit of wisdom. Through the operation of the spirit of wisdom. You know, prosperity is God's will. One of the things that if you look through the Bible that you see about, uh, when we talk about, um, about Solomon, is the fact that Solomon, that, the wisdom God gave Solomon did not just only address him judging the people. That same wisdom also, I mean, Solomon, um, um, Solomon also profited through that wisdom. Hallelujah. Let me read a scripture to us. Um, I'll read a scripture to us from um, 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 28. Let me read from verse 28. 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 28. Let me even start from 24. Let's start from 24 and read a bit about Solomon this morning. The scripture says, Now all the earth sought the presence of Solomon to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. Each man brought his presence. So because of his spirit of wisdom, each man brought a present. Articles of silver and gold, garments, armor, spices, horses, and moose at a set rate year by year. So every year, every year he was getting returns every year. And Solomon gathered chariots and horsemen. He had 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horsemen, whom he stationed in chariot cities and with the king at Jerusalem. The king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones. And he made cedar trees as abundant as sycamores, which are in the lowland. Also, Solomon had horses imported from Egypt. And Kevi, well, Kevi, 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 the king's merchant brought them in Kevi at the current price. Now, a chariot that was imported from Egypt cost 600 shekels of silver. And a one horse, 150 and thus, through their agents, they exported them to all the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Syria. Can you see business opportunity in that place? Hello, did you see the scriptures? Are we looking at the same scripture? One of the things that scripture says that he did is that. So, from this scripture, we can see that there is, there's good money from, from exporting. It was exporting. It was exporting. So, I've given you free, free, free. I've given you for free this morning. Right? To all the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Syria. So he was dealing with kings, those who could afford to pay him. Those who could afford to pay him. There's another scripture that says that every three years, Solomon also had people that would go to ship, they go to nice, I mean, great places. They would go and get gold and silver. I mean, um, his servants and the servants of Iran. The Bible says that every three years they came back to give return. Now, if you now read, after Solomon died, Another king came to power. And that same king too now sent his own servants to go to the sea. But they made a loss. They made a loss. So the fact that Solomon did it does not mean that he should have done it. One of the things that, that 
in our, is in our generation today. We need the spirit of wisdom specific to your own need, specific to your own situation, specific to your own circumstance. Specific. Specific. I access the spirit of wisdom. Someone say, I, declare with me, say, I access the spirit of wisdom today. I access the spirit of wisdom today. I access the spirit of wisdom. The hand of the Lord is upon me. The hand of the Lord is upon me. You know, one of the things that the hand of the Lord does for you, the different things we've shared today, is the fact that one, when the hand of God is upon you, it can manifest as a spirit of revelation. And when you have revelation, you have insight into things that an average person does not even understand. It can even be things that people understand, but God gives you insight that you have revelation, you just know how to do something common in an uncommon way. It can be operate through the spirit of wisdom. And wisdom comes upon you and, if, and, and, and you start working in wisdom that causes you to prosper and profit exceeding. I've given you various tools this morning. I've given you various things that the anointing of God does for us that causes us to experience prosperity. Listen to me. You can, you know, for different, different people, you can be the spirit of faith. You may just need to sit down with the word of God to, to everyone his own. You may just, and to some, it may be all. You sit with the word of God and choose that in, the, in this phase. You know, one of the world, the, I mean, our prophet, Dr. K, declared that in this season, we are stepping into a season of prosperity. And I am part of those experiencing that prosperity. It's my season of prosperity. Come on, point your hand to me and say, it's Pastor Lea's season of prosperity. It's my season of prosperity. Join your faith with me. It says it's my season of prosperity. You people are selfish. It's my season of prosperity. There's an anointing upon me that causes me to prosper. There is, listen, one of the things that happens is that irrespective of situation and circumstance, many years ago, I, I, not many years ago, maybe a couple of years, a couple of months ago or thereabout, maybe last two years or thereabout, I've you know, there's something about the Spirit of God stepping in on the scene on your behalf. There are things that I want, um, you know, sometimes um, just learn to flow with the Spirit of God where it comes to prosperity. You know, um, I think last year, Mrs. I know had a birthday for, for our daughter. You know, I, normally I don't go for 10-year-old birthdays. Somehow I showed up there. And I've been looking for a connection for a particular project. And I made the connection at that project. And that connection, right, was very good. Let's just leave it as was very good. Uh, invite me for the party next time. Uh, right? uh, that connection was very good. Now, one of the things that up is the fact that we've got to learn to just follow the leading of the Spirit. I could have sat in my house that day. Sometimes one of the things that, you know, success begins with, you know, like I said, that just by showing up. Success begins that way. One of the things you've got to do is learn to show up where you ought to show up. You don't show up everywhere. There's somewhere you ought to show up. And you've got to learn to cooperate with the Holy Spirit to know where you ought to show up. Right? The whole long and short of today message is the fact that cooperate with the, with the anointing of God. Let the Spirit of God take hold with you. 
be guided by the spirit of faith, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation. Be guided. Yield yourself and there are ways to yield yourself to the spirit of God. When you talk about what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, what has not entered into the heart of men that God has shown us, one of the ways we'll encounter things of the spirit is by spending time with the Holy Spirit. When you spend, you deliberately spend time with the word of God, deliberately spending time with the word of God. And you deliberately spend time with the word of God, one of the things that happens for you is that you deliberately spend time with the spirit of God is, is, is that the mind of God, the same if someone would tell you that the, it was the devil that put a suggestion in my heart, the Holy Ghost is able to put the suggestion in your heart. You know, sometimes reading the Bible on a daily basis on a daily basis, basis, one of the things that happens is that you glean wisdom from the scriptures. You glean wisdom. And the Bible addresses all situations. You know, sometimes, if you are not careful, just because you come to church and you, you join prayer every morning, you think you have read the Bible. <laughs> you think you have. You should give time to reading. Paul was writing to Timothy, he said, give attention. Attention to reading. Give attention to reading. And as you read, things are unveiled. Things are revealed to us. Give attention to reading. Let me tell someone, give attention to reading. Prosperity is God's will. Someone tell someone, God, prosperity is God's will for me. You know, one of the things happens is that God is both able and willing to supply all of my needs. One of the things that prosperity does is that it glorifies God. Until you know that prosperity is God's will, you cannot activate your faith to receive from God. If, until you know that prosperity is God's will. You know, the same way people struggle, they don't know whether God wants to heal them. That's the same way people struggle, whether God wants them to prosper or not. So long as you are struggling, whether God wants to prosper you or not you will not be able to effectively experience the fullness of the prosperity that exists in God's word. Um, let me pick one other thing. Prosperity is a function of God's grace. Primarily, primarily, primarily. It's a function of God's grace. That we will, we will learn, we will use our skills. If you read, we've, we've, we've seen various scriptures today about how, number one, I labor. But it is of the grace of God that is laboring in me. I will work. I will learn. But it is the grace of God that is doing these things in me. And so allow the grace of God to walk through you. Give room. Express the spirit. Allow the spirit of God to express himself through you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God wants you to enjoy total life prosperity that covers every single aspect of your life. God wants to experience total life prosperity in the different areas. You know, First John says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So, you are prospering. Spirit, soul, and body. You are prospering financially. Can, you know, can, can, we, can, you, can we even do an exercise together this morning? Can you just shut your eyes? Can you shut your eyes? Shut your eyes. Don't shut your eyes. Can you imagine yourself? Can you imagine yourself prosperous? Can you imagine yourself 
living the kind of life you would like to, to live. Can you imagine? Can you imagine yourself walking to your office tomorrow and you are told that your promotion letter is ready? Can you imagine yourself walking to that business and all your product fully sold? Can you imagine yourself receiving that contract? Whether you apply, I mean, that you applied for. You should apply for contracts. Can you just imagine yourself? Can you see things turning around for you? The Bible says that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond what we can ask, dare to think or imagine. Can you dare to think that you are prosperous? Can you dare to think that God will give you your own house? Can you dare to think that God will give you that new car? Can you dare to think that God will pay that bill? Can you dare to think that God will pay the house rent? Can you dare to think? Can you dare to think? Dare to think. I would like you to rise up this morning. Even, and I would like us to pray. What is it that you were able to imagine? Can you dare to ask him what you imagined? Can you now open your mouth and ask him what you dare to imagine today? Open your mouth, dare to ask him. Dare to ask him this morning. Can you open your mouth and dare to ask him? That which you are able to see. You know, the, let me tell you, the biggest problem start from all, from the situation whereby you cannot even see yourself. If when you shut your eyes, you cannot see yourself prosperous, then there's a, there's a problem. You cannot see things turning around for you, then there is an issue. So you need to deal with the stronghold. That means there's a stronghold of either of poverty or a stronghold or some, some of negative issues that you're unable to see yourself advancing. Can you open your mouth and just speak to God this morning? Trusting God that things will is turning around for you. Things will turn around for you. Dare to what you have dared to imagine. Can you ask Him for what you have dared to imagine this morning? Can you dare to imagine that you earn in, in, in tens of millions? in hundreds of millions on a monthly basis can you dare to imagine that you get that raise that you, that you desire can you dare to imagine can you dare to imagine that you get that job in this season can you dare to imagine God coming through for you can you dare to imagine that that, house, that, that bill is paid can you dare to imagine this morning le protoso tolo bregedida bala 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 can you just open your mouth this morning and pray? Dare to imagine. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email KMI Africa at kingsword.org telephone 234-810-00-006-40